people often ask me, Stephen, how did you become so successful? Well, easy answer is I treat my life the way a professional treats his career. Everything needs to be professional, and that's the key to success. And I learned these lessons from the professional career man, our guest today, Andrew Fitzgerald, who made a career being a professional and is professional in his career. You're listening to the Unresearched Podcast with Stephen and guests. Andrew, is this you? I'm sorry, Andrew can't be here right now. You're being very unprofessional, and that's not what I expect from you. I must apologize. My sincerest apologies. Hello, Stephen. Andrew. Greetings. How are you today? We're going to be talking about how to be a professional and the keys to successful careers. And I know you are the professional career man, the man with the professional plan. So uh, I'd like to get your insight on how someone can attain um, success in their career and always be seen as a professional in their field, no matter what that field is. Because I know that you take things very seriously in your profession. Absolutely, I sure do. Well, I've compiled a list here of, you know, I thought long and hard about it. To what people need to take to ensure a successful career for themselves, and you and, and you apply these uh, to your own life. Absolutely, I created this list with no help from the internet or anything. This is absolutely completely original thoughts from my head. So I have a list, and I will go over the points with you right now if you're ready. Um, let me just ask a few questions first. Um, so if going through this list and people apply this to their lives it can can help them become a professional not only in their career but on their day to day uh, uh, just life in general absolutely these are are skills that don't just end at the professional level if you make them part of your life they will have a positive impact on all aspects of your life from personal to professional anywhere and everywhere in between and, and these are really simple tricks, simple uh, uh, procedures that one can take to become a professional? Absolutely. I tried to make sure uh, when compiling this list, I made sure to make it as straightforward as possible. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so let's, um, let's start with uh, what's the first thing that uh, if someone's looking to be a professional in their career and uh, be successful in all walks of life, what, what, what would you say? Well, the first step I came up with is just a very important one is to ask questions because learning is it's always best, it's the best way to learn you know if you simply think you know it all right out of the gate you're not going to get anywhere and people will see you for the uh, blowhard that you are and the fraud that you are and you'll just will not succeed so it's very important that to acknowledge when you don't know something and to ask questions it's the best it's the best way to learn and to grow into a professional. So, um, so let's say I'm a grocery clerk and I don't know where the motor oil is and someone asks me a question, 
do I reply with a question. Like say, hey, uh, gross, grossly clerk guy, uh, can you point me out to where all the motor oil is? And if I were to reply with, well, why don't you tell me? Is that, that's not the type of question you're, 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 you're thinking of asking here. No. No, Steven. Um. Well, what type of questions are we supposed to ask? Professional ones? You're asking, it's important when you're asking questions to be logical in your thought process. Don't uh, simply ask questions for the sake of asking questions because... Well, that why what, not? That is what a complacent person does or what a uh, arrogant person does and that will hinder their ability to grow professionally. Okay, because that's the, that's, the, what we're, that's what we're trying to get here. We want people to grow professionally. We want them to be success in all walks of life. So, first one is to ask questions. Ask questions. It doesn't matter how, there is no dumb questions, only dumb people. I've heard that even said before. Uh, that is correct, Stephen. That is, that is a thing, yes. Okay, let's go on to the next next step. Alright, the next one I have on my list is to always be honest. Both with yourself and others. It is important to maintain your integrity at, on the personal level, and by mastering that in, by, with yourself, it will translate over to your pro- professional world, and people will see you and see someone, and they will respect you and appreciate you and for being honest. And and you you consider yourself an honest person. Absolutely. And, and you you have a lot of integrity, and and of course you said at the start of this you did not get this list on the internet, and these are things that you compiled on your own. Absolutely, on my own, uh, just with my personal experiences in life uh, as I grow, as I grew professionally. And, um, and this is no nothing individual that I was as a, as a youth. So uh, it takes asking questions, being honest, and probably world experience. We'll probably get to that one eventually. Well, let's say let's not jump ahead here. So we have. Uh, uh, Let's continue that. Let's continue, I, shall we? That, I, I kind of feel. I kind of feel that you're being a little bit disingenuous with me here. That like you compiled this list, and you did not just do a quick Google search on on ways to be successful. Even because that would be research, and um, to maintain the integrity of the podcast, which you so graciously asked me to be a guest on, I wanted to make sure this was not research. This was simply drawn from personal experiences, and as I've grown as a professional. Uh, and I accept that answer because you, of course, are always honest. So let's move on to number three. The next important uh, thing on this list is uh, clear communication. It requires which requires clear thinking. So as I said earlier, is uh, do your best to use like when when you were asking questions, for instance, is to maintain a logical thought process when you ask these questions. Okay, clear communication with clear communication. Um, and, and so if, say I'm working in an office building and the printer is down, um, I need to think clearly and communicate with whoever can fix the printer and go have that done and not just kind of like punt, punt it off to the next guy. Absolutely. What you want to do is you want to, for instance, in that scenario to, um, Contact your office's IT person and simply uh, communicate the problem to them and let them know what there. There seems to be a problem. If there's a way to do it, and then like and the, the wrong way to handle that would be 
do that would be unprofessional and amateurish. You want to maintain a professional and clear communication with uh, the environment around you to make sure that the problem can be resolved. Okay, so um, let me see here. So the, we go to the printer. It's not printing. I ask the question, why the fuck aren't you printing? And then I have to be honest with myself. Wasn't I the last person to use this printer? And the answer is yes. I broke the printer. And now I have to go communicate that to my boss. Is this the best scenario, to be honest? Yes, it is very important to be honest in that situation. Yes, you might catch a little slack. They might question what it is you were doing with that printer that caused it to be broken. Well, I was um, photocopying... Were you, were you uh, copying some documents, or are you trying to photocopy your ass? And it's like, if you break the, the printer machine by trying to print out copies of your ass, that could lead you in a lot of trouble. And that's, but that is important to be honest with yourself, because it's behaviors like that that will hinder your ability to grow as a professional. And if you need to learn from those experiences so in I, order to progress professionally. So I shouldn't have done that. No, Stephen, you should not have. That's unprofessional. It is, yeah, I guess, unprofessional. And firstly, I was asking the questions. I was being honest. And I clearly communicated to my boss that, yes, my fat ass was broke the printer. And, um, well, he didn't take it very well. If I'm being honest. I'll say again, it is a learning process, Stephen. Oh, pretty, is it? Be honest with yourself, so you will... Uh, Yes, you might, you know, that might be a setback in your professional career, but if you don't grow and learn from experience like that, you will never grow as a professional. Like, you might sometimes need to have that setback as a learning process, as a learning experience, to be able to overcome that and grow, not to make those mistakes in the future. Okay, that this is very helpful for me, because I consider myself a pro- professional at all walks of life. And, but, and I had never considered any of these... Um, before before I'm talking to you now, so this is this is very good information for me, and I'm sure it's going to be good information for our listeners. So, what's the next thing that our listeners should know about having to be a proper professional and the keys to success, and not lying about breaking the printer because you just wanted you just wanted to get out of work that day? Yeah, um, the next step on the list here would be I would say maintaining a high safe to do ratio. It's important to. Uh, before committing to obligations and to deadlines to acknowledge what you can and can't accomplish in a realistic uh, fashion. And um, so it's important to not take on too much. So it's like you can't even, you know, if you spend all your time saying, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do this, but you know logically that you don't have the time to do all that, it's important to not take on too much. So therefore you can meet your professional deadlines and not become burned out and overstressed and at your professional obligations. Okay, this is great because, say, my boss comes to me and um, he says, Hey, Steve, I need you to go down, downtown, pick up the documents from the lawyer and bring them back to me so we can review them before we send them out to legal. And I say, Okay, the first thing I do is ask the question, Why do I have to do this? And then secondly, I have to be honest and say, I don't have time. I got better shit to do. Like, why don't you have Herbert down the hall to go down there? And then I'm going to clearly communicate logical thinking. Like, hey, I live two blocks away. 
You're sending me all the way downtown. I'm off in 30 minutes. You think it's really my responsibility to do this? Kerber should do it. He's the newest guy in the office. So then, I'm going to maintain a high say-do ratio and say, no, I can't do that. Fuck you. Well, also, it's important uh, while maintaining that say-do ratio is try to be professional. I mean, you can clearly communicate that you're unable to do this or that, you know, there might be a more logical approach to that uh, scenario. But to not do it in a, a combative, argumentative state, because that, that is something else that hinders a person professionally is their inability to uh, correctly, uh, to politely, professionally communicate the same situation. So as opposed to saying, "Oh, why well, can't Herbert go do it?" Be like, "Well, I understand that Herbert's actually a little closer, um, or perhaps it would be quicker, more efficient if he were to obtain the uh, documents from downtown." Okay, okay, that makes sense, that makes sense. So that, that's... <laughs> uh, I, I apply these... I, see, I, I've been generally applying these, these, these kind of this, these steps already. But maybe I was just applying them in the wrong way. Yes. And you can ask questions and clearly communicate in a way that is not combative and does not uh, set up walls. Uh, You're trying to maintain and, uh, a line of communication, not hinder... Uh, line of communication if you will so don't be condescending to your boss is, is, is not, probably, a, probably definitely a, not professional yeah uh, um, maybe uh, um, okay so maybe we should be doing the list of how to use these steps in an unprofessional way maybe that'll be a next podcast That's, uh, that could be for another time yes yeah because uh, I think we're right along here for um, you know we have a few more points that'd be I would really like to get to. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm interrupting. I just want to make sure that we are understanding these steps. I understand. So the next step I have here is to keep it simple. Oh, that's simple enough. Let's go on. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. And then another one is uh, accept responsibility. It is important, again, to be uh, sincere and honest. So if you make a mistake, again, like, for instance, with the printer earlier, acknowledge that you were the one who broke it. It's honest important to you. It's, it keeps... Uh, it shows your boss that you're being honest, and honesty is a very important uh, skill to have professionally. Okay, that makes if sense. If you acknowledge when you make a mistake, then, yeah. So, basically. if I ex- I'm accepting responsibility, so I go up to my boss, I'm like, uh, Mr. Wilson, I was the one that clogged the executive toilet. I know it was wrong of me. I had eating a big burrito for lunch. I know I blamed it on Herbert, but I'm here to take responsibility for that, my actions. Yes, that is the proper way to handle that. Of course, you shouldn't uh, shouldn't have blamed Herbert, but since you acknowledge that you made a mistake, and by correcting, doing your best to correct that mistake as soon as possible, it will help you to grow professionally. Again, it might lead to a setback in that situation, um, and that could potentially have damaged your uh, integrity with that organization with that employer. So, um, again, that would be a learning experience to, in your next step, to not do that again. And if a a similar scenario were to come up, not to uh, lay the blame elsewhere, just accept responsibility for your own actions. I had never considered that. Moving on. All right, here we go. The next one is, is very important is to listen. Sometimes 
you know, there might be a lot to say, but, you know, it's important to also listen uh, to create that, that community within your uh, employment or your professional life. I mean, maintain the communication. It's important to listen, not always to talk. Uh, to hear what the other people okay, around yeah, you are saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, what's the best way to listen? With your ears, so, well, because I try to listen, but a lot of stuff my boss says just goes in one ear out the other. But Steve, I need you to take this down to legal. I'm like, oh, uh, what am I? What'd you say? I'm 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 playing uh, World of Warcraft here. I'm trying to be honest in a professional setting. My boss says, well, maybe you shouldn't be playing World of Warcraft right now. It's uh, during company hours. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't be bothering me while I'm playing fucking Warcraft. Suggesting um, that now might not be the best time for World of Warcraft. It might be best to listen again to listen to the information being told to you. That that is no, not so, the best time. So, listen to what so, they're saying so, in that way. Um, when so don't talk over people when they're talking to me. I should just be listening to what they're saying. Yes, Stephen. Yes, that's correct. No, no well, it is important. That, uh, um, that is, uh, to listen, that, to yeah. not always talk over oh. people, Stephen. Uh, well, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to apply these these keys to success in my own career, and it seems like I'm just going um, almost the opposite direction in every regard here. Well, it's not too late to turn it around, Stephen. So, again, as you uh, absorb the information I'm sharing with you and the listener here, it could be very useful in your situation to grow as a professional. Okay, okay, sounds good, sounds good. Let's let's keep moving here. I'm, I'm going to listen to what the next, right, next one step, is. The next step I have here for you, everyone, is to work hard, because there is no substitute for hard work. You know, you show up early, leave late, and be valuable in between. Okay. Show to the, the professional world around you that you are willing to do what it takes to grow and progress and to do all you can for that company. Oh, so show up early, leave late, okay. I've been doing the. I've been doing the show up late, leave early thing. Yeah, I've been doing that. Yeah. Well, it's lunchtime. And then I clock out, and then I'll go play around of golf. You know, I I just tell I just have Herbert kind of cover for me, and uh, you know I usually sneak by. I need to sneak in. You know, we'll sneak out of there around two thirty. I'm on salary, so fuck do I care, right? realize this, you know, you might be, you might think you're in the clear, but if they acknowledge that if, that you are not working hard, it might come, like, they might show in your review that your work is not getting done, and they'll start to question it, and then they'll find out, maybe they'll question Herbert, or they'll look at the security cameras, and they'll realize that, you know, you're always cutting out a certain time, and you're coming in the side door, you know, three hours after your lunch break, you know, that could be some red flags to the, the company, and it could not be well for you, it would not uh, turn out well for you professionally. Okay, so okay, so okay. The, the work hard—that's uh, that's a new one for me. Let's come on, let's keep going here, right? I, there can't be too many more keys to success because by this point, I'm already successful. <laughs> well, Steve, you know, as we move forward here, another important step is to be a team player. You know, success—it's hard to succeed with uh, by yourself. Well, that's why it's I have Herbert there. Others. It, it's, it's easier to succeed. It, it's more fulfilling to succeed and help others around you succeed as well 
by working as a team, you can make sure to accomplish those, uh, to accomplish that. Oh. Okay, well, because Herbert's in the office right next to me, and sometimes I'll get a memo, and I'll just cross it out, and I'll address it to him, and I'll say, hey, uh, the boss wants you over to overlook this doc these documents before we send it down to legal, um, and make sure it's all in the up and up. And Herbert's like, oh, sure, of course. So I think I'm being a team player by having Herbert work hard. So I'm doing being a team player, and I'm working hard. team player is to not um, hand off your work to others, but to work with others. So, you know, there might be times where you, you know, this would be suitable for Herbert's expertise and you communicate that to him. However, if you find yourself simply just always communicating it to Herbert and not looking at any of the work yourself, that is counterintuitive to being a team player working together with your coworkers and the people in your professional life. Well, in my job uh, review last month, I got a raise. And uh, Herbert, <laughs> let's just say he did not. Uh, it might be because he's always, oh, he's overworked. It might be that. I don't know. It's very possible, Stephen. You might want to take a uh, look at that and, and examine on your a later time, examine your relationship with Herbert, for instance, and to figure out, you know, how you can work together so you can both succeed. Instead of one trying to succeed at the expense of another. Mr. Wilson says I'm doing a bang-up job, you know, despite blowing up his toilet, which I haven't admitted to yet. Um, I'm sure Herbert can handle that. He's already, he's gotten a stern talking to you. Um, uh, I feel that I'm being a team player here, but maybe maybe I'm just going about it the wrong way. Yeah, I I would uh, actually, yeah, I would take a look at that, Stephen, and, and uh, evaluate within yourself how uh, your, your steps towards being a team player are working and how they should be improved because it does sound like you have a lot of work to do in my professional expert in my professional opinion that is yeah and you're the professional expert oh, gee yeah. you're really you're really uh, cutting deep here Andrew you're really cutting deep here because um, I already consider myself to be professional at all levels and a success and uh, maybe I've just gone about it in the more underhanded way uh, and lacking integrity. I think integrity was something on this list, you know? It's very uh, integrity is key, Stephen, and that is the most important step of uh, being successful and having a successful career. Yeah, but and, I'm already uh, successful and I talk over people. It's important to take initiative, Stephen, and to follow up and not to uh, deflect and you know deflect your work to others and lay blame elsewhere for what you are responsible for it's important to take initiative uh, within what you are responsible for anticipate the needs of others around you it's like the what, who, and when for instance to clarify the actions each party must take after like a meeting or a conversation so that way you know uh, where to go from there Okay, so I to grow professionally so we have a company meeting. Mr. Wilson's just going on and on. It's one ear out the other. Uh, I'm just sitting there and twiddling my thumbs. I'm like throwing pencils up into the ceiling, seeing if they stick. Mr. Wilson says, hey, Steve, can you pay attention? It's like, I'm right on top of that, sir. You know, that's taking initiative. Now, taking initiative would be to listen to what you were actually being told as opposed to uh, trying to deflect the 
perspective elsewhere by saying that you know you understand what's going on when you were distracted, perhaps with your finger uh, in one of your nostrils, or throwing the, the pencils into the ceiling, for instance. Um, so well, later after the after the meeting, I go up to Herbert's like, "Hey, what did this blowhard say in that meeting, huh?" And Herbert's like. Oh, well, Steve, I don't know. You should have really been paying attention. It's really important. We got a very big deal coming up soon. I'm like, oh, is that the one with the thing over thing with the thing? He's like, yeah, we're going to be really busy on this one. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to take initiative. I'm going to follow up with Herbert and see how it's doing later. I'm going to go I'm gonna go get to catch the back nine, work on my swing. Hey, Steven, um, well, it Again, as a professional, the only thing I can say is I, I feel like you have a lot of work to do. I think you really need to uh, listen back later, for instance, and take a lot of this uh, information that I've been giving out here and try to uh, re-examine and re-examine your, your behaviors in your professional environment and make the necessary changes you need to to actually grow professionally. It's not a matter of, you know, making more money than Herbert or whatever. It's about... Uh, main, uh, growing your integrity and maintaining it. And well, they're thinking about making me a partner, so I might be. I'm probably doing a bang up job here. Well, anyway, as we're winding down, thank you for all your information. This is some good stuff. This is some good stuff that I'm going to be looking into, and I think I've been doing this list pretty well up to now. But maybe I'm just need to kind of shift my goals a little bit on it. And see, that's an important step there is being honest with yourself and to grow your integrity with saying they're realizing you still have work to do and there's always somewhere to go. Not sit there and... They're not talking about you know, talk over the person. Talk. Correct. And to sit there and simply... Just, just listen. Let's li- li- to listen, to the, listen to the person. That's right. Oh, yeah, look. Very important. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time, Andrew. In closing, do you have anything else left to say? Uh, not that. That should about cover it. Sure.